is the Fade Five Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your basket, Jack Wagons. Brad, the big noise, Evans here. Joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. Tis indeed the Fade Five Podcast presented by our friends at Suave Sudo Tequila. Uh, and it's the holiday season. Like, you need an excuse to have some holiday cheer in your life. Go pick up some Suavecito uh, at Total Wine and More right now. I prefer the Anejo. Serve neat, bartender. And I will take the entire half a bottle uh, to numb the pain of what was yesterday in the NFL. It, it was kind of a roller coaster ride. I had a profitable first slate of games, but the afternoon games then occurred. And to put the cherry on top, the miserable, unappetizing Sunday for me uh, was what happened at the end of that Washington-New York game. Uh, Brian Robinson scored. Uh, Terry McLaurin lined up correctly. Uh, he even went to the ref and said, hey, can you rubber stamp this and make sure I'm all right in, in the right spot? Ref said, no, I got to scoot back a little bit. He did. Thumbs up. A-OK. Then the ref comes in and throws a damn Flag, illegal formation, wiped away was the Brian Robinson touchdown, and it just seemed fitting for what was a terrible day of betting uh, for me in that sport, college basketball. Uh, Saturday, I lost like eight in a row, Lundy. Uh, just make it all end. Make it all end. Well, except now you're going to get this game tonight. I mean, you're looking for you're looking for it to come to an end, and you're and you're and you've got this just debacle that will yeah. take place at Lambeau field. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know if you should go chasing or if you should basically just pretend that Monday night football doesn't exist tonight. Uh, incorrect. Uh, I have wagers already uh, that I've, you know, placed well, on this uh, matchup, but I have wagers host. already placed in college basketball. So here is the greatest takeaway for you. The listener here on the fade five fade the noise i am frigid right now whatever i say recommend do the opposite so let's go ahead and start off with this matchup between the rams and the packers uh lundy at tape time green bay laying seven in this game with a oh a, a massive a hefty an astronomical total a lot of points got to be scored in 10 degree weather at 39 so give me your game score prediction amigo well, I understand everybody at Lambeau is used to that. So are we here in the uh, uh, in the Mile High City. Brad, the high temperature here in Denver on Thursday will be two. Yep. It's going to be about the same in central Illinois. So the cows are going to be struggling. Dos. Dos. <laughs> As in the number of bottles of Añejo I'm going to need to get yes. through that 24-hour span where the high temperature uh, will be too. Uh, Brad, I, here's actually, I am, th this is going to get confusing for people because I'm, I'm actually fading myself mm. um, this morning with my pick uh, as we do this podcast for tonight. Reason why I had about, I, 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 like I told you before we uh, started recording, I had a mixed bag yesterday. I hit on some really good player props. I hit on a couple of games uh, that I felt really good about, um, but then missed on some of the over-unders that I had. So going into this one, I know, what, 80-something percent of the money is on the under. Everybody's all about the under in this yep. one. It's going to be yep. cold, all of that. And so because of my over-under streak yesterday, I really want to take the under. No, not going to do it. I'm going to say we creep just above. Give me Green Bay 24-16. 
Yeah, I really want the under as well. I should be fading myself and fading the noise and adhering to my own advice. But uh, damn it, I'm just too confident the under is going to hit in this one. Uh, You got 51% of the bets, by the way, on the Packers, uh, minus seven and 63% of the handle in that direction as well. But I believe in the Baker Mayfield revival, at least somewhat. I think they're going to be competitive in this game. They can run all day with Cam Akers on the ground, who's having a renaissance of his own here late season because we know the struggles the Packers have had on the ground. So I'm going to say 20-16 to Green Bay. So I'm going to take the Rams plus a seven. And sure, I'll be Joe Public. I as well will take the under on that 39. Without on the board, let's get after it with another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, and what's going to play to the Rams being competitive is the fact that Cam Akers should have himself a night. And if you are in the first round of your fantasy playoffs and you are leaning, you are counting on Cam. Uh, He's going to do some wham, he's going to do some bam, and you're going to say thank you, Cam Akers. Uh, And he's going to score an anytime touchdown right now. Best odds in the industry at tape time at DraftKings at plus 110 on him crossing the chalk. And look at Akers. A uh, guy that, you know, has scored in back-to-back games. A uh, guy that has 31 touches in total in back-to-back games as well. This is the guy we all expected to see throughout the entirety of the season in L.A. Rams uniform when you, you know, spent probably second, third-round draft pick on him and, and fantasy exercises back in August. So it's uh, taken several weeks for him to kind of live up to that hype. Uh, you look under the hood, uh, the advanced analytics, not the most sterling. Uh, 2.81 yards after contact per attempt, but it's all about that volume, and it's all about maximizing the matchup. Green Bay has allowed 5.01 yards per carry, 123.6 rush yards per game just to running backs, and they've also given up a dozen scores to the running back position as well. So pooling all the statistical evidence it points in one direction, in one direction only. Cam Akers, I believe, finds the end zone and gets a spike. And hopefully you do that to the sports book if you back it. Plus 110 at DraftKings on that anytime TD. Lundy, fade or follow. Everything about this game is craptacular. <clears throat> Everything. Everything about it. It's going to be, it's, it's, man, I hope there's something better to watch tonight. I haven't really thought about what it is. Could be something on the DVR. Um, I don't know. I, it might be Hallmark Christmas movies, Brad. We might actually have to go that route. No, uh, never go that route. Love in the mountains. Uh, <laughs> postcards from Evergreen. I don't know. I'm making up titles here. I'm assuming those are actually it could titles be movies because yeah. everything about it is so corny. It's the same storyline, just set in a different place every time. Um, I will follow on this one. Give me Cam to splash. I told you 24-16. So I'm seeing one touchdown in there for the Rams and then a handful of field goals uh, there at Lambeau. That's what I believe is going to wind up happening in this one. So if we're going to do it, let's take Cam to have that seven points for me to try to get me even remotely close to being right about my total. Yeah, no Hallmark movies here. Thaw me out, please, Cam Akers. Number four. All right, another uh, player prop that I'm digging in this game is a future Hall of Famer and a guy that uh, I think eats mud recreationally. I have no idea. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, I'm going to take the over 1.5 passing touchdowns on this prop. And right now at Bet Rivers, you can get it at 
uh, plus money, plus 102. The reason why I like this, uh, Rodgers consistent in the passing TDs category. He has uh, logged at least two or more scores through the air nine times, nine uh, this season. You look at the Rams, they've also given up nine Nine times uh, they have uh, surrendered that mark. Two more passing touchdowns, two opposing signal callers. Uh, Rodgers won the elites and red zone completion percentage, uh, which is, uh, you know, a story uh, like you always see pretty much every single year with him. Number three and red zone completion percentage at the quarterback position this season. Uh, the Rams in total give it up a 7.30 pass yards per attempt, 238.8 pass yards per game. And uh, I think uh, ultimately uh, they're going to give up two passing touchdowns. If Andy Dalton can do it, Geno Smith can do it, GBG, hell, Marcus Mariota had two passing touchdowns to the reigning Super Bowl champs. Rodgers, in those frigid conditions, will add his name to the list. So fade or follow, Lundy. Aaron Rodgers over 1.5 passing touchdowns plus 102. At Bet Rivers, I was all about this one because I was really hoping it was going to be on the pod today. Uh, as soon oh, as I yeah. saw that, as soon as I saw you could lock this thing in at plus odds, I thought, "Oh, oh, this is sexy." And then <laughs> I just wanted to see whether or not you were going to decide to be sexy with us, and you did. And Brett Rivers has got it even higher at the plus one hundred and two. It's been a flat plus one hundred a couple of places, but nonetheless, a good number. When you're going up against this Rams team, and you've already pointed out the fact everybody's been able to do it against the Rams, so I would assume Aaron Rodgers will. He's going to be sitting there with that shit-eating grin on his face that he gets, you know, passes one, and then just kind of like, yeah, I told you. I told you. <laughs> you numbskulls. And then he just goes walking back over to the bench uh, trying to stay warm. But, yeah, uh, give me the over. Love the plus odds on this one. This – Honestly, Brad, this could be a standard juice at a minus 115, and I would still bet it. I just like the fact that we're getting plus odds. Yeah, no doubt about it. Remove that belt. It is indeed sexy at that plus 102. Number three. Uh, let's uh, work in an SGP slash OGP. Come with me. I think this one has a real shot at hitting, and it's a three-legger. Uh, so, leg, a numero uno. Uh, let's go back to the Aaron Rodgers well. I say he goes for 200-plus pass yards, uh, which he has done nine times this season. A uh, guy very consistent, you know, with the nine times on 200, nine times on two-plus passing touchdowns. Uh, the Rams have allowed uh, nearly double figures in this category as well this season. A uh, shell of what they were last year as an elite passing defense. Uh, so, that is leg numero uno. And let's correlate, synergize, and bring it all together. If I like Rodgers, I say, well, he's got to throw to somebody. Al Lazard, 30-plus receiving yards is leg numero dos. Lazard, number 11 in deep ball targets among wide receivers. Number 22 in air yards. He has been over 30 receiving yards. And nine of 11 games played is getting a lot of Jalen Ramsey in coverage. He's given up just a mere 123.9 pass rating to his assignments and then correlate synergize bring it all together on that third leg christian watson 30 plus receiving yards so just mirroring the effort of alan lazard there you look at the uh, watson he's been over this number in four straight games he is number 10 in yards per reception number nine in yards per target among wide receivers he is going to get a lot of Troy Hill as his dance partner in coverage, who's given up a 68.6 catch percentage and 96.2 passer rate in his assignments. By the way, 
23 wide receivers have reached at least 30 yards against the Rams this season. So uh, to recap, Aaron Rodgers, 200-plus pass yards. Alan Lazard, 30-plus receiving yards. Christian Watson, 30-plus receiving yards as well. And look at that, a cool plus 138 at DraftKings. A lot of reliable tickets here and legs. Uh, Lundy does his hit. Vader follow. Well, these are the SGPs that we like because everything correlates together, but it also means if anything goes south, we're screwed. It's one of the things I've noticed yep. with how we do some of these SGPs. You lock in on a particular stat or you lock in on a particular player. If they hit, you're rocking. Uh, if Christian Watson twists his ankle at the eight-minute mark of the first quarter, everything goes south because I really like Watson tonight. I know, I mean, I understand what the weather is going to be like and all that, but I mean, I, I I like Watson in general, but 30 should be achievable pretty easily for him. I think he definitely crushes that number. And, you know, Lazard's out there. All he's doing is getting us yards each week. So let's put all those things together. Take it to the bank. Love this OGP. Good call. Yeah, don't worry about Watson. He played at North Dakota State. Eh? He likes the cold. Embrace this same game parlay. Number two. All right, let's start a pink tutu, and uh, let's go ahead and tail Atwell on the over. I'm going back to it again. 17 and a half yards on the longest reception, minus 110 at BetMGM. Uh, truthfully, I grabbed this when it opened at BetMGM at 16 and a half, so it's already on the rise, and it's understandable because Atwell, even on the 17 and a half line, has hit the over five times this season, and four of those five have come in consecutive games, the last four games. As a matter of fact, he's getting a lot of Razul Douglas in coverage, and the lights have gone out on me. I told you, there they go. Again, that's an ominous sign for the 2-2 Atwell wager, but uh, we're going to shine some light on why this is hitting, at least I will. Razul Douglas, um, his dance partner primarily in this game, giving up a 70.9 catch rate, 103.8 pass rate in his assignments. Green Bay also allowing 7.32 pass yards per attempt. Uh, you look at Atwell averaging 21 and a half yards per reception and a 20.0 average depth of target. So now with a full week of practice uh, with Baker Mayfield, and remember he hit on this last week with virtually no chemistry, going in blind with Baker, and he still hit it. Uh, I think he's got to do it for the fifth consecutive week. So Lundy. Fade or follow, 2-2 Atwell, over 17.5 yards, longest reception, minus 110 at GM. If you can do this with Baker, you're good. I mean, this is, I mean, it's not quite a, I don't want to use the, the magic auto word, the auto bet. No, uh, don't, don't say it. Don't, I can't, I can't. I don't want to bring that, I don't want to bring that up. I, I, Super bestomatic, you can say. Just pull, you know, do not put auto in that other word. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, if you can come in cold with Baker Mayfield and pull this off, then you should be able to do it again in the cold at Lambeau. Yes, I will follow. And uh, the visual of you in a 2-2, not attractive. Oh, it is sexy AF. Bank on that. Number one. All right, numero uno. You want to talk about sexy AF is with AJ, and that is Dylan. And I'm taking the over, not a rush yards. And I might have something about his time here in a minute on I.J. Dillon, but I really like the over on 10.5 receiving yards, uh, minus 110 at DraftKings. You look at Dillon, 
Uh, he has crushed this number in back-to-back games, uh, you know, crossing 20 yards through the air. A guy that's ran 40 combined routes in his last three contests. He's averaging just 2.5 targets per game on the year. But remember, uh, he was really took kind of a backseat in this backfield to Aaron Jones. But now that the mercury has plummeted, and again, uh, game time temperatures right around 10 degrees of kickoff, uh, going to sink down in the single digits. Perfect A.J. Dillon weather. A uh, guy that can uh, smash, he can dash, and he can mash. And a guy, too, who's got some reliable hands as well. He's running around on 33.6% of the snaps that he has played this season. 15 guys have hit the over against the Rams on this line as they're giving up 38.9 receiving yards per game. So A.J. Dillon, Lundy, fade or follow? Does the streak continue through the air on this over? Ten and a half receiving yards, minus 115. At DraftKings. I always try really hard to find something to disagree with you about because I feel like we get in trouble when I agree and we go five for five. Just kind of. It's it's the announcer curse. I get, I get, hey, okay, settle down there, Jim Nance. Um, (laughs) I I don't, uh, okay, I'll follow. I'll I'll follow, but I don't like following because it means that somewhere in here I should have disagreed with something because the likelihood of going five and oh, it's like sitting there drunk at the bar at 1130 at night in Vegas playing Keno. I mean, come on, Mm. you're not going to hit you're not going to hit all five numbers, man. You're not. And I just I worry that I'm setting us up for failure here. I just I'm worried, but I'm going to follow. It's going to be a five for five day. Please make this game entertaining because I do not want to watch Hallmark movies. Uh, yeah, I don't want you to watch uh, Hallmark movies either. And speaking about drunken Kino, that is the epitome of bonus time. Uh, let's get after it here on this Monday. Lundy, uh, whether in this craptastic matchup between the Rams and Packers or elsewhere in the sports spectrum, what do you like betting on tonight? Well, first of all, uh, I need to make a note because drunken Kino would make a great um, fantasy name next year or band name uh drunken kino wow (laughs) i think that is uh i think that is spectacular um let me give you one more that i like in this game tonight give me christian watson for an anytime Mm. touchdown brad i like that one at a plus 140 um kind of a uh a a lambo version of um chris carter right all he does is catch touchdowns yeah Uh, so I'll, you know, at a plus 140, I will roll with that. And that might even be a good OGP. You could think about take the yardage prop that Brad was talking about, that 30 plus, 40 plus, somewhere in that range for Watson. Throw it in with a touchdown uh, as well, and you'll get yourself into plus odds, obviously, and then some because he's at plus odds for an anytime touchdown by itself. Uh, real quick in the association tonight, Brad, we have some really lopsided lines in the NBA tonight, which. One is somewhat concerning because you know that inevitably somewhere in the association, somebody pulls off uh, an upset that wasn't that nobody saw coming. However, amongst the early games on the East Coast, this is a three leg money line for you that comes in at plus 162. Give me the Cavs at home against Utah. Give me the 76ers against the Raptors and give me Atlanta at home against Orlando. All three of those are heavy, heavy favorites tonight. So if chalk hits, that payday is a plus 
162. Um, over in hockey, which is where I managed to make some money over the course of the last 72 hours, thankfully, as I was pissing it away uh, in the NFL. Killed it in bowl games, by the way. Freaking yeah! killed it. Uh, just like Oregon State did to Florida, which made me really happy. Um, let's start off here. Uh, Colorado is at home tonight. They're taking on the New York Islanders. Take the no goal in the first 10 between those two. The Islanders are the lowest gift team in the league. Colorado is about fourth from the bottom. So I expect a lot of just skating around for the first 10 minutes, but I don't expect the puck at the back of the net. At DraftKings, you can get that at a plus 120. And then give me a two-leg money line in hockey tonight. Give me Boston at home. Why? Because it's Boston, people. They are 16-0 and 2, excuse me, at home. They have yet to lose regulation at home. It's insane out of 18 games. So I will take them at home against Florida. This Florida team is susceptible on their blue line. The defense is not as strong as it has been, in my opinion, historically. So I will take Boston at home. And then I'm going to pair that up with Vegas on the money line. They are also at home taking on Buffalo. What's wild about Vegas is that they've got the best record in the West. However, they are only 8-8 eight and eight at home. They are 14-2-1 on the road, but I don't know if they're getting distracted by topless dancers in Vegas or what, but they stink at home this year. But I think they should be able to get right against uh, Buffalo. They played Buffalo back on November 10th. They won 7-4, to so I think they should be able to handle the Sabres at home tonight. So if you put Boston and Vegas together, just straight money line, two-legger, that's a plus 141. Oh, I like it quite a bit, uh, and I get uh, distracted by topless dancers in Vegas all the time. Uh, let's go to my card here on this Monday, uh, and let's go to the bowl game, and there's one in action. It's the Myrtle Beach Bowl. I like UConn. I'm going to take them plus the 12 against Marshall. Now, all of the data, all I, of the numerical evidence. You rock. I took them plus 10 when it opened. If you can get 12 now, do it. Woo! Yeah, uh, at tape time, it's 12 at DraftKings, and I'm on jump all over that because UConn, uh, again, everything on paper says take Marshall. Uh, Marshall is number 57 in total offense, number eight in the nation in total D, one of the best rush defenses, top five in the country in yards per game allowed. And that is really the strength, if there is one, of this UConn offense is running the ball. They're a run-heavy team. Uh, but overall, the eighth worst in college football in total offense, uh, number 79 in total defense. Again, all of the numbers point in one direction only take Marshall but UConn has found a way to cover uh they have covered a nine of 12 games this season why can't the streak continue this is a pure trust your gut as Lundy likes to call it play I'm going to take UConn plus the 12 all right college basketball oh crappy slate but a couple of my favorite teams are in action today three o'clock central time two mountain time four eastern ooey pooey is in action. Another Mad Day special for them as they're taking on Southern Indiana. Ka-ka! The Screaming Eagles from Southern Indiana. And I'm going to lay the chalk with them. I grabbed it at 17 and a half at BetMGM on that minus uh, number. Uh, why? Uh, it's Pui is one of the worst teams in college basketball. Number 362 in Bartorvik out of 363. Only Hartford is worse overall, the efficiency data. Uh, and their losing margin this season has been 18.7 points per game. Uh, you look at uh, the Screaming Eagles, excellent three-point 
uh, shooting team. Uh, nearly 40% of their shots come from way downtown. They're netting 37.5%. They beat SIU, Southern Illinois, a pretty good team, by 18. So the threes are falling. They're winning by 20-plus against uh, Uwe Pui, who's virtually dead last in every single offensive and defensive category imaginable. Elsewhere, another one of my favorites, Chicago State, a team that everybody loves to fade, but you got to follow these guys. I tailed it the other day, uh, plus 15 and a half at Southern Illinois, and they covered with ease. I think they cover again and another land of Lincoln matchup against Illinois State in normal tonight. I'm going to take the plus six and a half. Uh, you look at uh, the Bart Torvik uh, standings, uh, Chicago State number 289 overall, Illinois State number 284. Uh, there's not a six and a half point difference here. And uh, you look at Chicago State, remember, they lost by 14 at Marquette, lost by one at Tennessee Barton, one at Murray State. And I mentioned against a pretty good SIU team, they lost on the road by 11 points. Very good offensive rebounding team. And Cardet, Davis, Johnson, all three of those guys shooting 34% or better from three-point range. Illinois State, number 217 in college basketball and three-point percentage D. Then finally... Also in college hoops, I'm taking the over in South Dakota State, Oral Roberts. I grab it at 157 and a half. This is going to be a track meet. Uh, I think, uh, you know, these guys are going to be tethered to an 0-2 tank come end of game. Do the brisk pace here. Oral Roberts, one of the fastest teams in the country, number 36 in tempo. Uh, the Fighting Jackrabbits, number 144 in that category. Uh, both live and die by the three. South Dakota State, 39.3% of their shots come from distance. Oral Roberts, over 45% of their shots come from three-point range uh, where they're giving up 36.6% and also netting over 36% from distance. So given their defensive struggles and given the tempo of this game and the three-point barrage by both squads, I think this is going to finish in the 80s. So as a result, I will take the over on 157.5. And then finally, back to the NFL. Uh, and I'm going to go with Van Jefferson over two and a half receptions. It's just a low number. Uh, I think he will find a way to haul in at least three in my estimation. He played 90 plus percent of the snaps each of the last three games. He's been over in three of his last five and uh, had a nice rhythm going on there down the field with Baker Mayfield. Probably getting a lot of Jair Alexander, who is the best cover corner, no doubt about it, for the Green Bay Packers as he's allowed just a 58.6 catch rate, but three balls. That's all I need. Uh, for him to corral, and we cash a ticket. We're out of time! And I know you've already left this podcast when I mentioned Chicago State and Uwe Pooey, but that's the nature of college basketball the Monday before Christmas. Uh, as always, please drop us a rating and a review, which it kindly really helps out our show tremendously. Also, feed or follow us on the Twitter. Follow Lundy at Nate Lundy. All his picks posted there in his spreadsheet. And mine as well, at Noisy Huevos. For the dashing Nate Lundy, I am Brad Evans. Until next time, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you.